Hello, hello, and welcome to this bonus episode of Cutting Chai Stories. I'm your host, Jayati Vora, and a few weeks ago, I wrapped up season one of this podcast that is all about taking the first step into writing. If you're joining me for the first time, I usually share with you a short story or two, usually about 100 words long. I analyze the writing technique in the stories to show you how you can do it for yourself. And I end with a writing prompt to spark your own creativity. In this hiatus between seasons, there have been a few different stories that have caught my attention, written by the people around me. Here's one I didn't want to wait to share with you. If you follow me on Instagram or are in my Facebook group, Cutting Chai Stories, or if you follow my podcast, you probably know that I teach creative writing to kids. I change the theme every month, and last month I was teaching Point of View. That is, perspective. We all know what first person, second person, and third person point of view is, right? But it gets a bit more complicated when you add in perspective. That means thinking about what the character whose point of view you're writing from thinks, feels, and believes. So if I'm writing from the third person point of view, inside the head of a character who's five years old, Chances are I won't be using long words or making sophisticated arguments. Does that make sense? So all of this is to lead up to an exercise I taught in my creative writing class for 12, 13 and 14 year olds last month. We had already gone through the different points of view and this was the last assignment of the month. I told my students that they were in a time machine and they couldn't control where or when it was taking them. When they stepped out, They had some kind of a misunderstanding with the first person they saw. That was the assignment I gave them. I asked the children to write a story from their own perspective in the first person point of view. Once that was done, bear with me, I know this is taking a while, but it's worth it. Once that was done, I asked them to go back and rewrite the same story, keeping the same sequence of events intact from the perspective of the person they had the misunderstanding with. So, two stories from differing, perhaps opposing perspectives. This is longer than 100 words, by the way. I didn't give them the same word count. All right, so this uh, pair of stories is from Yukta Tirumalai. She's an 11-year-old who lives near Washington, D.C. and loves art, writing, eating, and anything soft and cuddly, like pandas. She dislikes waking up early, hiking, and being told what to do. By the way, this is my favorite bio to read out. I'll put the link to her blog in the show notes. All right, so thank you so much, Yukta. And thank you, Aparna, her mom, for allowing me to share Yukta's stories here. Here's the first part of her story, told from her own point of view. I took a deep breath and pushed open the door to the time machine. I'm wearing what I was before, and my hair still looks the same. Actually, everything looks the same. It still looks like daytime, around 3, the time that I left. I'm on a pavement that looks like the same one I was standing on before. I notice a red door near me. That wasn't there before. I open it to find something surprising. Something terrible. My home. But completely different. The buildings are crumbled. The pavement cracked. The roof's fallen apart. It's completely quiet. Then I see a man. 
I call to him and he walks toward me. Hello, I ask, waving my hand in front of him. He just stares. It's as though he's in a trance. I see something pinned to the dirty shirt he's wearing. I pluck it off him and suddenly he's moving and talking. Actually, whimpering. No, no, he screams. They're here. They'll find me. They're, they're coming for us. What? Who? I ask, confused. I look behind and see a couple of hundred people walking, all in a trance. They all have pins on them. Why are they like that? I ask the whimpering man. He points to the pin in my hand. It, it controls them. What is it? I ask, feeling bad for not knowing. It's called technology, he says. Suddenly, I feel a little sting and everything goes black. I wake up sometime later and feel odd. I look down and see something glinting. I try to take it out, but I can't. My hands won't move. I am wearing a pin. I am being controlled by it too. So that was the first story. I think she did a great job painting a picture for us of this dystopian reality that she walks right into. And building up to this horror story moment of not knowing what's going on and finding herself controlled by a pin that's just technology. Creepy. All right, now here's story two, told from the perspective of the man that she meets. I'm just walking straight. Everything is blurry as always. I can see some color and blurred shapes if I look really hard. My hands can't move, as always. All I can do is hear. Hear its commands. I see something. No, someone. Something's really odd about her, I can tell. Maybe it's what she's wearing. I can't really see, but she looks clean. It commands me to go to her. I walk. She raises her hand and waves it against my face. Suddenly, I'm free. I start whimpering. They'll find me now. No, no, I scream. I was right about the girl. She seems confused. She doesn't know. Ignorant girl. The others are walking behind her. This is terrible. It's called technology, I ask, when she asks about them. Then she falls. They're putting a pin on her. Poor girl. But I don't have time to feel sorry. It's black for me, too. Sometime later, I find myself walking with the rest. The girl is there, too. I wonder what they're going to make us do this time. An 11-year-old wrote this, you guys. I'm a little scared to find out what goes on inside her head, but this is genius. You think you know where she's going, and yet she manages to deliver a sucker punch at the end of both stories. You'll want to keep up with her writing at her blog, which I will link to in the show notes. Keep writing, Yukta, and keep sharing. I also wanted to jump in here to make a couple of announcements. My September session of creative writing for kids starts next week. The theme will be poetry and it's five weeks of unleashing your creativity and having fun with another form. Classes are open for the 7 to 8 age group, the 9 to 10 age group. And if you want to find out about the 12, 13, 14 year age group, email me at cuttingtrystories at gmail.com. I am also plotting something for the grown-ups and thank you Maggie for calling me out on ignoring the adults. And while that is in the planning stage, I am going to be working free of cost, that's right, free of cost, 
with several entrepreneurs in the coming weeks. If your business is in the first two or three years of existence, and if you struggle with writing for your audience and you want to work with me, please reach out at cuttingchaistories at gmail.com. I'll only be taking a limited number of clients at this first early stage, and I want to make sure that what you want is what I'm offering, so probably ask you a few questions to make sure we're aligned, but if this is you, please email me. I want to help you. Last but not least, you already got your writing prompt for me. Same as the one Yukta got. You're in a time machine which deposits you somewhere and you don't know the time period. It could be in the future, in the past, you have a misunderstanding with the first person you meet. Tell me the same story from your perspective and then from the other person's. If you do write the story and want to share it, I love to hear from my readers. Email me at cuttingtrystories at gmail.com. Toodaloo! And until we meet again, keep writing.